Welcome back to another Fantasy Stock Exchange video. Today we'll be going on going on with the NFL uh, Bears at the running back position, post-draft Bears, which basically just means the post-draft fallers, you know, draft events really took a toll on some of these running backs. We're just going to tell you who to avoid. So, uh, yeah, uh, how you guys doing today? Fantastic. Fantastic. I'm doing great. Ready to ruin Tyler's dreams with my, my running <laughs> back right, Bears. All right, asshole. Okay, you know what? I don't even need to hear it yet. Good. You know what? You know what? Screw it. You go right ahead. You go right ahead. <laughs> okay. So obviously I have Marlon Mack, which if you're watching on YouTube to, I'm, I don't, I'm not even going to say a direction because that usually inverts on me behind Tyler is the RB one in fantasy last year. And now the RB two on his respective team. So Marlon Mack on the Indianapolis Colts is my RB bear, my RB faller post draft. Obviously they uh, drafted Jonathan Taylor. You know, the whole story with how Taylor's going to take over. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to break that down. But Marlon Mack is a free agent next year. He had 264 opportunities last year. Normally, you don't see a running back with over 250 opportunities just fall off the face of the earth. The following year, uh, with no training camps and OTAs, he's not going to necessarily fall off. He might get the first and second down carries the first, like, two games. But eventually, it is Jonathan Taylor's backfield to lose. Um, the only – so, obviously, his stock falls down immediately. The only thing I would say with him is you can obviously buy low right now because he's only 24 years old. He's a free agent next year. It's a weak free agent running back class. So, maybe he lands on insert whatever best-case scenario you want for free agent next year. So, I think that his stock is down, but I think this is a scenario where the stock is down, but you do buy on this player. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just tell you I took Jonathan Taylor 101 – in my rookie draft for my, uh, for my home league, I am 100% bought into the fact that he will be the quarterback there. Uh, there's nothing to argue. It's unfortunate for Mac. Um, I still think he'll have a role. I don't really think he's um, – he's not really a guy who were in, in some other running back situations and, and rooms. Kind of look at like Cam Akers and the Rams. Um, it's, it's not really that Malcolm Brown fell off the planet. He was kind of falling off the planet as it is. I think Mac is – going to have a, a chance to do something and give an opportunity but it's not going to be what it was in the past uh it's Jonathan Taylor's backfield for sure I mean Taylor is a dynamic talent I think we all had him as our uh pre-draft number one in terms of talent uh I know for a fact I had him as a first round talent so uh yeah they they traded up for him uh traded a couple picks uh, got him at the 41st overall pick to pair with Pittman in the second round uh yeah he's just a dynamic talent that fits that backfield perfectly so in terms of Marlon Mackstock is clearly uh, clearly on the decline. I think that was, in my opinion, uh, the biggest uh, loser of the draft cycle is uh, Marlon Mack. So, yeah, sure. this one's this one's straight up obvious. Like we can move on to yeah. another one. Uh, for sure, uh, I can get into mine. Uh, basically, mine is uh, Aaron Jones. Now, uh, if you're trying to look at it from a statistical standpoint, I mean, Aaron Jones was fantastic last year, just for the record. I mean, uh, uh, two hundred forty carries, over a thousand yards, was able to get it in the end zone sixteen times, like. From an efficiency standpoint last year, he was very good. However, I'm looking at it from in terms of where they are from their value before the draft, where they are at their value now. Looking at it, Green Bay invested high picks on a developmental quarterback in Jordan Love at 26th overall and a replacement running back in the first two rounds in A.J. Dillon. That's significant to me. That shows me that uh, Aaron Jones just simply isn't going to be their long-term answer at running back. He's a free agent after this year. They just – in my opinion, aren't going to pay him if that's the case. They wouldn't have drafted A.J. Dillon at 64 if that was the case. Uh, highly unlikely at this point, the team brings him back. Obviously, I just mentioned that. Uh, if you're a contender, though, and you see an opportunity to maybe buy him low, 
uh, that would be the opportunity because he's still going to be good this year. I'm just looking at it in terms of a dynasty perspective. Uh, he's a free agent next year. The team's not going to bring him back. Green Bay, in my opinion, is one of the best situations for running back. So, uh, yeah, no, it just shows uh, long-term Aaron Jones is definitely going to fall. But, uh, yeah, I mean, again, there's not much else to say. Long-term, no-go. Short-term, you're looking to win now. Buy him for cheaper than usual. But his stock has definitely taken a hit due to these off-season moves. Yeah, I think the big thing with him was the touchdown rate was outrageous, over 6%. Um, yeah. yeah, his stock's definitely down. Uh, he will be the third down back, the receiving back. Um, however, I think that provides another by-low opportunity because I think obviously he was regressing anyways just due to reg basic regression. But I think that his ADP will regress with him. And then I For think sure. that with less snaps, the touchdown rate obviously will regress. But I think his fantasy value will kind of stay the same in a way. Uh, obviously much less of a ceiling, but I think he'll still be fantasy – Relevant for sure. I mean, how AJ Dillon's a good running back, but how much can he actually hurt Aaron Jones' um, fantasy value? And Aaron Jones is probably the second best receiver on this team too. So that adds another dynamic to it. So I think that it's obviously, I mean, I wasn't touching him in the top 10 dynasty running backs anyways, but I think that he'll be a good uh, ADP value per se come drafts this May. Yeah. For sure. I mean, sorry, uh, I was just going to say, I was going to have one thing. For sure. Like, I mean, Go like you're you're your team that's in win now. You need a running back two, running back three, uh, to really set the tone for you to make a push this year. Go buy him because this year I still think he's gonna be good. It's just when I look at it, you don't you always got the factor like where's he gonna end up in free agency? This team isn't uh gonna bring him back, in my opinion. So, uh, yeah, no, uh, but again, I can't mention this enough. His value is gonna go down if you feel like you can buy him low, go for it. Not sorry for t cutting oh, off Tyler, my bad. You're good. I mean, we we make this clear. This is guys whose value is falling down. It's not meaning that we're saying not to touch them at all. Just in drafts uh, in general, just make sure the value's lower than what it is right now. Uh, as far as trading-wise, yeah, no, Aaron Jones is a guy who I think will still be good this year. I think he'll be an RB2 with ease. And I think if he lands in a decent free agent spot, uh, you can kind of bank off that in Dynasty. If you just need a guy – if your team is relatively safe and you just need a player that that maybe if he hits for you, you're you're like bound for for championships uh, for the finals, uh, whatever. Um, that's the kind of player you want to grab. I really like Aaron Jones solely off the fact that I, he won't be in Green Bay anymore. Um, so it's not like he's going to have to start battling uh, Dylan and and Jamal Williams all the time. So I, I like the chance that he can go somewhere big in free agency. However, what teams are going to need the running back at the time? Uh, we don't know until the season's over. So it's a risk to pick him up now. Imagine if the 49ers signed him. Holy shit. They, anyway, they, I don't know why when you said I, I, I don't want him in Green Bay, I just immediately thought of Kyle Shanahan would love him just for mm. whatever reason. But, I mean, for whatever reason, it seems like teams don't like Aaron Jones. Like, they do whatever they can not to give him the ball. So it's crazy to me. Maybe, maybe it's his personality. Down. I don't know. Fair. Um, but uh, I'll go on to my guy if we're done. If anyone has any other Aaron go Jones points that can speak. All right. So mine's a little bit of a shocker because some people might initially look at this guy and think that he had a, a good draft cycle and a good offseason. And that's Josh Jacobs running back to the Las Vegas Raiders. So I love Jacobs as a player. He, here's what worries me, though. They re-signed Jalen Richard, who vultured about a 40% snap share in the offense last year and took all the receiving upside away from Jacobs' game. They also drafted Lynn Bowden, who is a running back. Uh, on the Rich Eisen show, Mayock was asked um, why he addressed the receiver position so heavily by Rich Eisen. And he said, well, Bowden's a running back, and this is in quotations. 
And then he talked about uh, how he needs to learn pass pro and all that stuff and all that thing for the running back position. And he said he can do some Joker stuff, like meaning he can play receiver, wildcat quarterback, and all that stuff. But he's primarily going to be a running back for them. So that that's two running backs that are better receivers than Jacobs, in my opinion. Because Jacobs cool. is an okay receiver, but he's not like he's not dynamic by any means. And um, twenty receptions his rookie year, and he played less than sixty percent of the snaps. Now, initially, when uh, before the Bowden pick and before they re-signed Richard, we kind of all assumed they were kind of easing him in. Uh, at least I did, and they would give him the receiving work once he developed in pass protection and once he uh, was more comfortable with being an NFL player. And that's why his ADP was kind of low first round uh, of uh, dynasty um, rookie drafts. And the red zone production is obviously going to help him. Like he's going to get touchdowns and it's going to basically be on the back of how good the offense is. But like, let me ask you a hypothetical question. What is the difference other than talent between Michelle, Sony Michelle, and Josh Jacobs. I mean, I mean, I have I have my argument. It's okay. So John Gruden in his coaching career has like on average, I think it's like what ten years, eleven years. I know uh, he's, you're going to say he uses a workhorse back. I watched him run Cadillac Williams into the ground. Yeah, I remember his running backs averaged 383 rushing attempts uh, a season, and they averaged 147 targets a season. So yes, like Bowden hurts him. But Bowden's going to replace Jalen Richard. They're not going to run three running backs. Like, it's – they signed back Richard because of the situation. Like he e- Either way, though, between those two guys, it's hard to bank on him growing as a receiver. And that's why yeah, I have yeah. him – basically, this is more of, like, I just want to drop him down a tier. Like, I'm not, like, saying mm-hmm. he's going to be a bust or, like, I wouldn't draft him or anything like that. It's just guys like Clyde Edwards-Lair, Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon, and Nick Chubb are all going behind him right now in Dynasty Startups. Uh, yeah. Sorry, is Miles Sanders go behind him right now? Uh, no, but I will have him ranked higher than him. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's what that's the what I was gonna say too. Uh, sorry, the uh, volume's oh. great, but rushing volume—it's like I just have like a, I always play in PPR leagues too, so that could be part yeah. of it. But um, the the rushing volume is nice. It's it's like and there's other guys in that area like Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb that are basically the same type of situation where they don't get a lot of receiving work, but. I just I would rather take guys that have that receiving upside to them. For sure. Uh, I mean, when I look at Josh Jacobs, obviously, like I like him as a talent. I like him as a player. Uh, I feel like, again, you mentioned he's going to get the volume. It's just people are kind of pushing him in that 7 to 9, 7 to 10 tier, where I'm more comfortable taking him in like the 11 to 14 type tier at this point. So uh, if I'm going to have to pay like RB7, RB8 type value, which is uh, what people are pushing him up to be uh, during this offseason, I'm most likely not going to have uh, many Josh Jacobs shares, so I can completely agree. And with I that. feel like you could sell him high too, if you if you oh, kind of yeah. if oh, you it, like you could get a nice freaking haul for him. If you could sell him straight up for Clyde Edwards-Helaire, I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. I mean, you could hypothetically you sell him for the 101, 102. I mean, uh, are we yeah, really if you, are, yeah, if you haven't had your rookie draft yet, that's Hilaire or JT, assuming you're not going to pick a quarterback. So I think uh, owners want more. If you have Jacobs, I, I mean, I was kind of dabbling in it this weekend. I just had my uh, my rookie draft of my home league, dabbling in, in Josh Jacobs and uh, getting the 101, just the 101 straight up was not was not going through. Um, so I, I think there are the owners of Josh Jacobs are looking for a little bit more than that. Um, but I mean, if you can get, if you have him and you can sell him for a good, uh, that's good why amount. I'm saying sell him. Cause some yeah. pe- I, I feel like there is people who are willing to give up the one oh one, maybe even more. Heck imagine that you were able to get the one oh one in like a mid two for him. Like that's perfect. That's like yeah. getting, 
uh, a Clyde Edwards Hilaire or Jonathan Taylor, and then in the mid second, like a like a Michael Pittman, Pittman or yeah, exactly. That's awesome to me. Whatever you know. So um, yeah, I, I guess I'll uh, go ahead and transition to my running uh, my running back. Uh, it's Mark Ingram. Um, this isn't just solely based off the the J.K. Dobbins in the, in the second round pick, but it definitely has to be looked at. Um, Dobbins was picked with capital. He's going to be utilized. It's not like the uh, Justice Hill situation where we're kind of hoping that he gets utilized. He will. Uh, the capital's there with him. Um, Mark Ingram was had 202 attempts on, on the ground last year. He was 20th in the NFL. Um, so the usage isn't really high on him as it is. Uh, clearly, Lamar's taken from that um, some pass work as well and, and some other running backs working in there, Gus Edwards. Now that J.K. Dobbins is going to be stepping in, there's no way that number goes up. Um, He's not going to get more attempts. And then the touchdown rate that he was, he was getting at, he had 10 touchdowns last year, was the seventh um, in the NFL via rushing. So that, that overall ha- has to go down with the attempts going down. Um, so that, that's kind of just why I'm just off Mark Ingram. I think it, it's pretty obvious his, his value went down uh, with Dobbins being picked up. But I don't really think the efficiency is there for him to uh, put up a season like he did last year, especially when you're bringing in another guy to take away targets, um, well, take away handoffs and – and uh, receiving work as well. Um, and just Dobbins overall, when he was uh, when he was at Ohio State with a mobile quarterback, put up 2,000 yards in 2017 and 19. Um, so my, my core concern, I've said this a bunch, uh, my core concern for J.K. Dobbins is going to a team without a mobile quarterback. He went to a team with a mobile quarterback, so the it's going to be one. really, really good. Uh, <laughs> the I'm most mobile quarterback. Probably the best one in NFL <laughs> history if we go yeah, by the rushing know, yards record. For sure. Uh, I, 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 rushing yards, but... I definitely love the designation of uh, Ingram as a faller. I mean, when I look at it, I mean, I just, I just see another Kamara type situation. I mean, you're getting a guy like Dobbins, a super talented, ultra talented type running back who perfectly fits the system just for the record. I mean, that RPO system that they run in Baltimore, like they want to get him the ball. They want to get their playmakers the ball in space. Give a guy like Dobbins a hole to run through, especially with Lamar uh, taking off a, a defender solely wow. for being in the, uh, in the backfield. Like Dobbins is going to be great in my opinion. Like I, I feel like I have my as my RB three in dynasty right now, and even now, like I might push him into that tier. But obviously, I'm still taking Hilaire and Taylor over him. But I just feel like he's a good chunk a bit, a uh, good chunk ahead of uh, Swift and uh, Acres for me at this point. Just simply because I look oh, at it, I mean, may, maybe the overall volume won't be there right away. Obviously, I'm going on a tangent on Dobbins right now when we're talking about Ingram, but. I just see it. I mean, I'm a huge cool. fan of Dobbins. I love the situation. Uh, so to me, it's definitely uh, going to affect Ingram for the negative just because I think Dobbins going to end up taking over. Speaking to the uh, rankings thing, initially I had it, um, I had it JT and Hilaire, and then I had it um, uh, Akers, Vaughn, and then the two guys who are kind of in crowded situations, Swift and Dobbins. I, I got to put both of them ahead of ahead of Vaughn and Akers, in my opinion. I think I, I've looked over the mm-hmm. uh, I've looked over the situations and I think Dobbins and Swift by week eight or something are gonna be like like RB ones. I agree. As much as I like the other two guys, I think Akers will struggle his rookie year. I'm gonna put my I, I've said it like five times now and I think it's gonna happen. So um yeah but the, as far as Ingram's going, he's a good player. He's a good running back. But we've seen this before. Like, as Danny said, we've seen this, this situation before. Even if Dobbins isn't a full-time workhorse, which I don't anticipate him being because, one, the Ravens' backfield has so much opportunity that to be a full-time workhorse, you'd be getting 40 carries a game. And, uh, two, I think Ingram is just is kind of not regressing, but, like, he's starting to show age a little bit in terms of, like, his explosiveness. Uh, 
sorry, I just want to add one thing. Just for the record, 30 teams in the NFL threw the ball more than they passed the ball last year. Or sorry, threw the ball more than they ran the ball last year, just for the record. Baltimore passed the ball at a 46% clip last year. They ran the ball 54% were the Niners of the, time. the other team? The Niners were the other team at 48.6%. That, that's insane. Like, they, they were a full 3% lower than the next best team and 5% lower from the rest of the NFL. Like, that team is going to feed their backs. Plain and There's going to be goal line opportunities for both for guys. Sure. Definitely an exciting situation. But, uh, yeah, I, lo- I love that for Dobbins. Obviously, uh, if I love it for Dobbins, that means uh, it's going to be a decline for Ingram. But Can I know, shoot I- a hypothetical? Because I feel like it's in the talks a lot. Um, say Lamar goes down for not a full season, but an extended period of time. Um, say around midseason, where where do we kind of slate the Dobbins Ingram situation? Do you think I I didn't have the same concern as you did in terms of the mobile quarterback thing? I think Dobbins is a, is a great running back. I don't care who his quarterback is. So and to me, it doesn't matter. But it, obviously, if anyone's any team's starting quarterback goes down, the offense is going to struggle in general. Sure. Like it's there's probably like three teams in the NFL, the Cowboys now being one of them, that have a good enough backup that I don't think the offense struggles like insane amounts. So Dolphins, Jordan Howard, baby. Yeah, if fucking Tracy McSorley or Robert Griffin the third is is the quarterback of the Ravens, yeah, obviously they're all gonna see a decline in. Oh, you said, oh, you were talking about quarterbacks. Oh yeah, oh. no, we're good too. We got Josh Rosen, the chosen I think, one. Uh, I think that Griffin can like, obviously he's not gonna have a Lamar type in- impact. Like obviously that team's gonna face a, a steep decline if anything ever happened to Lamar. But I think Griffin's the type of player that can like. I don't think they're running the design pro- QB runs with Robert Griffin. Well, I think I think I think I think they get scramble if he needs to, but I don't think he's fucking running any like quarterback powers anymore. <laughs> That's fair. Imagine imagine they were the team that took Hurts. Yeah, instead <laughs> of the Eagles, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> For sure, winning the division. Hey, <laughs> well, we'll we'll bet at that another time. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, uh, that'll that'll do it for our rb bears video uh if you if you enjoyed the video go like subscribe comment down below why we're idiots comment comment why i'm an idiot oh aaron jones is the best running back that's ever touched the earth just let us know how we did keep like liking subscribing i don't know like i keep repeating the same shit right now check but, out uh, other videos some risers and content. check out the interviews um if you like hats uh go buy one if you uh want to ride a pony go do that that's my final thoughts Follow your (laughs) dreams. All right. Peace out, boys and girls.